Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. When we're interacting with customers, you know how you hear the old cliche, the customer is always right? Actually, I don't think that's true. I think somewhere along the line, customers have been positioned to not only feel that way, but we've conditioned them to feel that way. And it's always this apologetic, backing up on your heels, they're always right type of approach. Now, with that being said, I think we also have to realize one fundamental thing. We have to treat each other respectfully. I can personally tell you one of my great frustrations is when somebody calls me and says, I've heard about your firm, I'd love to get a proposal from you, I put a lot of work into it. Not weeks, not months, sometimes years go by before they ever reply to me. And I think that's also stealing someone's time. I think that's disrespectful. Now, you're probably wondering where this episode of the podcast is going. How do we win over angry customers or difficult customers? One, I think we need to be honest. Two, I think we need to, when we're first interacting with them, is to set some ground rules. And this is one of the strategies I encourage everybody to adopt. When you're interacting with a customer for the first time, ask the following question. How would you like us to communicate with each other? I promise you, no one will ever answer that question right out of the gate. Here's why. It's a weird question. But what you're doing is you're actually setting some ground rules. And when I do that, I'll say to a customer, so what's the best way for us to communicate? They always ask a clarifying question. Well, what do you mean? Say, well, if you reach out to me, what's a reasonable time you'd expect me to get back to you? And vice versa. You know, if I send you something, what's a reasonable time I can expect something back from you? And typically people will say, well, one or two days or four to eight hours or whatever it might be. And then I ask a really thoughtful question. I'll ask a question such as, now, if that doesn't happen, how should we pursue this? customer always says, what do you mean? Well, if I reach out to you two, three, four times or vice versa, so you don't want to make it all about them. But if I reach out to you two or three or four times, or you reach out to me two, three, four times, and we don't respond, when should we give up? And it's a weird predicament to put a customer in. And the reason being is people start to realize that you've got decisions. And they'll say, well, I guess after two times, I could give you my cell phone, text me. Or, you know, here's my secretary's name. She can reach out to me. Or, you know, here's my administrative assistant. He always can get a hold of me or whatever the case might be. But when you set those ground rules, my contention has been that when we don't establish these rules, we providing service and product to customers get put into a very precarious, submissive perspective. They're always right. If somebody does not return your call 10 times, they are not right. Heaven forbid something happened, but for the most part, when they don't do that, they are being disrespectful. But if we set those rules in the beginning, 
And I have to share this with you. I had a gentleman who reached out to me through a friend and I did a number of proposals and all of a sudden it went completely silent. Not a year, but years later, I get a text message. He's raising money for a cause. And I sent him a message saying, I find this really, really upsetting that you're reaching out to ask me for money when you've never returned any of my emails or messages, which uh, totals about 15 different efforts. Now, to this gentleman's credit, he, he apologized to me. And I said, well, obviously, I'm not going to be donating. He said, I appreciate your perspective. I really apologize. And I don't think he loves me for doing that. I don't think he hates me, nor should he hate me for doing that. But hopefully the next time he deals with someone, he'll be more respectful. So I think we have to establish rules on the forefront. But then we have to think about when we do that, how do we get a hold of a customer? Sometimes we've got to be careful not to push the panic button too soon. So, for example, if you can't get a hold of someone, and let's be blunt, voicemail is a pain in the butt. Send a written card. Second technique, call the main number and ask for somebody and maybe ask for the wrong person. And then when you get that person, have them transfer you to the right person. See, a lot of phone systems, when you transfer internally, they can't screen the call then. Number three, call after hours. Get their extension, call after hours because they won't expect it. They'll think it's somebody from home. Now, that doesn't mean that customers are deceitful or they're trying to misrepresent, but we're all busy. So establish those ground rules on the forefront, but then really be aggressive, energetic. And what I mean by aggressive and energetic, positive and thoughtful and win them over. Use handwritten cards. Think about doing some of those things. But again, I think without those ground rules, you know, you can't use the term partnership. Now, now you're in a vendor relationship. You're in a very submissive perspective. Set those ground rules, but then don't give up. Be aggressive in pursuing them based on the rules you've established with the customer. But more importantly, is to be thoughtful and considerate and professional in your pursuit. Now, at some point you might say enough is enough, and that's certainly your choice. But those ground rules followed by thoughtful effort will really tip the scales in your favor. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.